Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the O Show podcast, episode 394, presented by Mayweather Boxing and Fitness in Scottsdale, Arizona, coming to a gym near you in just a number of weeks. Get your membership now. Mayweather Boxing and Fitness offers an authentic experience for those who want to learn from Floyd Money Mayweather's techniques and training regimens. Again, open in a few weeks. They put in all the new gear here over the past number of weeks in Scottsdale. Get your membership now. We're also sponsored by betonline.ag. Sign up for a 50% bonus. BetOnline.ag, your number one sports book marketing platform, BetOnline.ag. Our guest today on episode 394 is a professional musician. You might recognize him as the keyboardist of the American rock, Christian rock band, Need to Breathe. Josh, again, for the thousandth time, thanks for putting up with my shenanigans over the past few weeks. We've been trying to schedule this for, I don't know how many months at this point, but uh, again, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, man. Thanks for thanks for having me. I'm glad, I'm glad we worked it out. You're in Knoxville. I'm in Phoenix. You guys aren't on tour right now, correct? You, you're kind of just laying low. We're not. We're, we start tour uh, September 1st, I believe. So we we've wow. got to head into rehearsals and hit the road. Is it a North American tour? You guys will be here. It is. Yeah, yeah. We're doing 30. I think it's 38 cities. Oh, um, nice. So it's it should be it should be a lot of fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. You guys came out with two new records this year. I know you just we, came out with the one a few months ago. Yeah, so we did. We um, released a record called Out of Body yep. last year, um, and then we, uh, since we couldn't tour that record, we kind of we all went into quarantine and made another record. <laughs> uh, and so we released two studio albums, and then we also did a live record. Uh, from a couple of uh, distance, uh, socially distance shows earlier in the year. So we've actually technically put out three records um, since the fans have seen us um, in concert. So it's a lot of material. We're we're pumped to get out, back out there, though. And you guys put out one of those uh, live EPs, too, like right when you guys got back in, what was it, like April or May, you put out a live album? Yeah, yeah. So that was, I mean, it was, it, it's been insane. I feel like uh, even though we've been um, at home, our work, load has been insane we've just been uh trying to yeah trying to be as productive as we can and and get as much music to fans as we can and uh, yeah it's been it's actually been a really good season though it's been it's been fun to uh to think differently and work differently and um and yeah we we're, but we're super super excited to finally get in front of people again it's been way way too long i mean putting out two records in this time frame where like you really couldn't see each other and at the same time couldn't go on tour with any of it like do you guys adapt easy to making music that way yeah you know i mean our band always takes a long time to make records um i think i think the last studio album we put out um was four years before out of body so uh it's been a long time since we had, we had done uh, any any new music we put out some eps and stuff but to put out a new studio uh record um you know that took us took us a while to get it done, and then to to double down and do another one was pretty pretty crazy. But I, I do feel like we are we are adapting to what this new um, you know phase of our band looks like, and and trying to take advantage of time at home, and also when we're on the road, work to work even harder so that we can have more time at home. 
I think yeah. it's just a, it's a, I feel like it's a little bit of a grown man, you know, uh, trying to figure out like how to, how to do life better, uh, or more efficiently. So I think we're figuring it out. Yeah. You're, you're a dad now, right? Too. I am. I've got two, two little ones at home. So, so you got to figure everything out. You got to figure out, you know, tour schedule, how to balance that. Yeah. How to continue to baseball games. There you go. That's a, there they yeah, there he is. Yeah, that's uh, that's my oldest, uh, who's now seven, which is crazy. So that's at Red wow. Rocks. Uh, yeah, it's uh, I got a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. Um, my four-year-old, it's funny, like she um, she's still kind of figuring out what I do yeah. uh, because you know COVID hit and you know she was two, a little over two, so she's now like like not completely sure <laughs> what it is I actually do for a living. So she hasn't seen me tour. <laughs> so it's pretty, pretty crazy. She'll, so, so she'll get to come out to some shows and, and, um, and, and see what daddy really does. Not just sit around yeah. in sweatpants all the time. Yeah. Seriously. It's going to be a completely different look like dad's famous. Oh Holy yeah. Crap. Well, yeah. Or maybe, yeah, maybe she'll be maybe proud of me for, for other things instead of just being at home and, you know, which is good too, but. Yeah, you're a father, right? Yeah, yeah. You're at home, and when you're not, you're you're being a rock star. Yeah. So you gotta yeah, love and respect a, both sides. It is. It's a it's a balancing act for sure. But I feel like we're all you know a lot of us have kids now, so I think we're figuring it out uh, how to balance it better. I mean, we, we've been you know this is my tenth year uh, with Need to Breathe, and I mean, yeah. we we've toured a, a ton in that time. So. And definitely figuring out how to balance it better and, and be more um, present when I'm here and um, also present on the road when I'm, you know, working hard out there. So it, it's, it's been good, though. I think we're figuring, figuring things out. I mean, the thing I love most about Need to Breathe is kind of the diversity of, you know, messages. Obviously, like a strong message, um, whether it be like rock music, the, the 2017 record you guys came out with, you know, like kind of had pop feels to it. And that was great. And then the two records it came out with this year. Like, coming out with two records in one year, I know you guys had the time, but like you said, it was nearly four years since the last record you put out in 2017 or 2016. What's the uh, inspiration behind these two records? Are they different from one another? What, why now? Why 2021? Yeah, I think that Out of Body was, um, you know, was, came out of an overflow of probably some of those, the, la- the four years since the last record. Um, so there was a couple of those songs that we we'd had in our you know back pocket for a little while, um, and but we knew that it was time to put some put it put it out. You know, it's it's one of those things where you can you can be really precious with something, and you're like, I don't think it's ready. I don't think it's ready. And then you look at the clock, and you know, four four years have, has gone by. So a lot of it was the pressure of like, we got to do this. Let's put it out. Um, you know, and then into the mystery you know, was, was really kind it's kind of a sister record in some ways to out of body. Um, but it was not, it was never intended to be pushed out as quickly as it, it was. It was, it was also an overflow out of a really, um, I feel like pretty, you know, prolific and uh, creative season for, for all of us, but especially bear just, he wrote a ton of songs yeah. in uh, the early days of COVID. Um, and so I think we just were like, man, we should just put this out now uh and be reactive to where we're at um and you know i think that that is that is why i feel like you know some people have said you know we we see things and people say like oh you rushed another record out after out of body really and truly it's actually probably more the opposite we we feel like we rushed out of body 
to kind of get that out of our system as much as we're super proud of that um into the mystery feels more like who the band is right now and so we're super super excited to finally play these songs on the road and also celebrate out of body uh, for what it is as, as well so there's, there's a lot of music for sure to try to figure out how to, how to make it make it out there and Baird's doing a lot of single stuff too right yeah so he did a solo project a couple of years ago um and also has just been um he moved to nashville and so he's been uh writing a ton and um guesting on records and we just want to be involved in in the music community in nashville yeah. and, and and just in the industry in general i feel like um, I can say this about him because, you know, it's not him saying it. I feel like he's got one of the best voices um, in music right now and um, maybe ever. And, and uh, it's a rock singer. He's, he is the epitome of a lead singer. And so I'm excited that the world's kind of hearing him um, sing on other people's records and, and also just like as we continue to push Need to Breed down the, down the, down the path that people are, are finding out about the band for the first time, which is it's pretty cool to, you know, to be a band for over 20 years and people are still like, oh, who's this new band called Need to Breathe? We're like, well, thank you for making us feel young, but we've been around, <laughs> around the block for a little while. So I remember, I think it was Keep Your Eyes Open was the first song I ever heard from you guys six, seven years ago, whenever I heard it first. And I'm like, yeah. Bear Reinhardt is like, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is my opinion. I'm interested to get your opinion. He's kind of like a lighter pitched Eddie Vedder. Yeah, I could totally get that. Like, yeah, I would he, love to a, see them collab for just like I one would, song. I would too. You know, it's funny. We're, I mean, we're all big Pearl Jam fans. He especially is. And I remember we were in the studio a couple of years ago making a record at the producer, just could not stand Pearl Jam, just really? hated Pearl Jam. And we were like, oh man. You don't like Eddie, like you don't like his voice. Like, no, I hate it. And we were all just like, we can't trust this guy. <laughs> so <laughs> we never we were like, we never work with you again. We all, yeah, we love, we we love, we love Pearl Jam. I, I've always wanted to have them sing together. I think it'd be pretty awesome. I think it would be amazing. Like, and I'm with you. Kind of like, I'm 22 years old, so Pearl Jam's like when my dad was my age, right? So every time yeah. I heard Eddie Vedder's voice growing up, I immediately thought of like my dad, my uncle, flipping burgers. At, yeah. in like the backyard because I'm like oh that's something my dad would listen to that's dad music right there and it took yeah. me till like the last two or three years to really like appreciate that whole grunge era and Soundgarden and Nirvana and totally. all that I'm like holy crap like this is great music yeah. and I no yeah. longer think of my dad when I hear Eddie Vedder's voice which is great that's the most important thing yeah, yeah. I mean I grew up listening to all kinds of different music so um, you know we we my parents were I won't say they were, they were super strict but they were definitely a little bit strict so I could only listen to certain kinds of music. Oh really? And, um, and, you know I listened to some top forty radio but not a ton of it. Um, but like literally when I I feel like when I got out of high school and I started playing in bands and um, I started like figuring out a lot of these bands that you know that had been popular uh, like Pearl Jam. And being like, oh, wow, like I'm figuring out a lot of these bands for the first time, which is pretty awesome to think about, like being, you know, 18, 19 and hearing, you know, Pearl Jam for the first time being like, whoa, this is I've never heard anything like this. And oh then starting God, the yeah. journey with like mature ears, which is kind of cool. So I feel like that was that was a, my definitely a, my a story. It, like I was somebody asked me being a Black Crows cover band. Um, in high school, and I said no because I don't like metal music. <laughs> and of course, the Black Crows are like the most southern, yeah. like swampy rock band, and some great piano playing. I would have killed to be in that band now. <laughs> oh yeah, but I didn't know. 
Wow. So, like, on that note, have you guys written anything or tried to come up with anything that would not necessarily be out of your comfort zone, but, like, out of the realm of things that you guys have put out in the past decade or so? You know, because, again, being a Christian rock band, like, your guys' message is crystal clear, I think, to your audience. Is there ever going to be a time where you kind of drift somewhere else, or is it always going to be that message uh, surrounding Christianity? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I mean, I feel like uh, people that have followed our band for a while, like on our Facebook and stuff, that, that question comes up all the time, um, you know, about our our label and, like, are we are we this, are we that, are we a Christian band, yeah. are we this? And, and, you know, it's so funny. We did a Rolling Stone interview a couple of years ago where we just said flat out, like, we are not a Christian band. Like, mm. some, you know, we a lot of us, and not even all of us, you know, um, you know, connect to the the Christian story and, and, uh, and that's a part of our like personal lives, but it's never been like our, our goal in music to be like a Christian band. I mean, we have a lot of friends in Christian music and what they do, um, and their mindset is totally different from what we do. So it's, it's, it is, it is hard sometimes because, um, you know, we, we get, kind of not pigeonholed in, in a Christian band. We, we appreciate it, both sides. We appreciate it if you if you listen to us, uh, if you heard our song on Christian Radio or, or, or if you heard our song at um, Coles walking through, yeah. <laughs> you know. But but I do think that for us, like, we just, we've always wanted to make honest music and we always wanted to make stuff that, like, uh, ask a bunch of questions. Like, that's kind of our, I guess, our behind the curtain a little bit is, like, we like to ask the questions in our songs but don't give the answer. Like we don't feel like we have the answers or we have nothing to teach anybody. Um, and so a lot of our songs, you know, we've had songs like um, Difference Maker and Wasteland and they're all like question songs, but they'd never actually give you a resolution. And so, and I feel like that if, if I could sum up what need to breathe is, it, it is that. And if, if, if what we do inspires someone um, in a way that, you know, I don't know, grows their faith or, or makes them feel like they're a better friend to, to somebody or whatever, you know, then I feel like it's, it's all a win, you know? So, um, but I do think that we, our band's always been on the fence, you know, in some ways, like we, we definitely get some opportunities, uh, to do some pretty cool things and to, and to be in, um, in different worlds. And because we don't put a label on us, uh, you know, I think right now, I think we have a song that, we have a song on, um, at, Christian radio, we have a song on AAA radio, rock radio, mm-hmm. and on country radio right now. So it kind of, we just, not me, I feel like we're, we're a rare breed in that way, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's almost like you have to really tell someone, like, there's Christian aspects to this. Like, if you listen to some of the lyrics in some of those songs, you're like, yeah, definitely. Like, I didn't even realize that. That kind of opened up my brain to a completely different side of this band. But at the same time, you're right, like, you guys have, like, legit rock songs that I could just jam to any night of the week and yeah. just be like, this is a rock band. Like I wouldn't even consider yeah. them a Christian band until you actually told me like, yeah, there, there's definitely some songs. Like I went to a Christian college. You guys were blasted every single day of the week. Yeah. That's awesome. Like next week's our, our college. I just graduated, but they do uh, like a welcome week where everybody's, you know, coming in, everybody's following. They just blast need to breathe. I remember back in 2017, awesome. that record was blasting the entire time. Yeah. But that's cool. And that, that, I mean, and that to us is, is, um, I mean, we love that. I mean, and we, we hear a lot of people that, I mean, a lot of college kids, we feel like that's kind of a, 
a little bit of our bread and butter for our band, like a lot of people. And that's kind of plays into the questions, um, you know, just like people that are trying to figure out who they are and, yeah. and our music helps them kind of along the, along the way. So we, we love that. And, you know, I think that that's, that's pretty awesome. So when it comes to the new record, um, into the mystery, you guys did the, the one EP with Carrie Underwood as well. Um, I want to remember when you guys are writing those songs and you're looking for this one specifically, uh, I want to remember, are you guys looking to add someone or did it just, you know, something felt like it was missing in that sense before you found Carrie and hooked up? I think in a little bit of that, probably, I mean, we, we recorded the song, we, we recorded the whole record in a house um, in Columbia, Tennessee. We all quarantined for three weeks and, and made the record. And we walked out of the, out of the, out of the space after three weeks with the song um, and she was not on it. And we, um, actually when we were doing a sequencing day, we were sitting around trying to sequence the record and oh, that song came on. And, and I remember somebody in the room was like, I think we should cut this song. It's not really? our band. It doesn't sound like our band. Um, and honestly, it probably doesn't to be honest. I mean, like there's parts of it that do sound that, that, that sound like the band, but, um, some of it is just, you know, it's just a, it's a love song and, 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 um, and, but we felt like if we were going to put it out, we feel like it could have some legs mean something to some, uh, to a lot of people, whether that's, you know, if you're playing on your wedding day or, you know, yeah. just like a nostalgia, there's so much, like so many people are just like searching for meaning. And it just like, it just like sounds like a soundtrack to that kind of, you know, thing. So, um, I think we just, yeah, kind of, kind of just throwing out some, some names and it kind of happened organically. Bear met her. Um, she, he actually sang on her record. She was a fan. Um, and we just kind of thought, well, let's just ask her. And she, she did it. And, um, and was awesome. And yeah, we're, we're, we're proud of it. Even, I mean, I, and some people, some people say like they're, it, it's such a song that like, some people are like, this is my favorite song on the record. And then some people are like, I don't like, the, I don't like this. Yeah. And then I'm like, that's kind of awesome. That's the point. Like music is so different for everybody. And um, yeah, we, we love that part of the, of the ride. Yeah, me personally, that's my favorite song on the record. I'm glad you guys stuck to nice. it. Uh, who yeah. are some of the other names that you guys were flirting around with before you guys found Carrie Underwood? Man, you know, I, so like there's just a, some dream names. I think Bears always wanted to sing with Dolly Parton. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, and I'm from Knoxville, so Dollywood's like 20 minutes from my house. So like, I thought that would be, that would be pretty cool. You know, but, but honestly, you know, we, we kind of had some brainstorming about it, but um, it happened so organically with her, with Carrie, that um, once it happened really quick. Like we didn't really go out to to, to anybody. It just kind of happened with her, which is which is pretty awesome. And she was uh, she was a pro and and came in and, and just crushed it. What do you think the biggest difference is? Because obviously, recording in Nashville now, I feel like is a whole different ball game. Like it's now like the epicenter for you guys to record stuff, collaborate with other musicians since they're all down there, as opposed to the past ten years being all over the place. Yeah, I, I think for us, it's definitely helped um, a lot of our just you know even just the simple things like we're in the studio and somebody's like, man, you know what would be awesome is a mandolin on the song. You just like there's 20 people all around yeah. the, around the corner. They're like, yeah, I'll bring it by. So like connecting with people and networking, and it's been really good. And I think for all of us too. Like um, I've lived in Tennessee my whole life, about two hours from Nashville. So I'm in and out there all the time. But the guys that are like in Nashville uh, proper, I think for them too, just like for their wives and kids to have other wives and kids that kind of do a similar thing, yeah. it's been really fun, you know, and and helpful, you know. I mean. 
uh, people see us, you know, go out and play shows, but they don't see our families sitting at home, you know, doing life without us. And I think that so to have some people um, that kind of know that game and that that thing is, is, is pretty helpful um, to, to be in town. We didn't have that. Um, before for sure so that's a that's a big win for us yeah, i mean it's a community you can go to nashville stars games with people now we were yeah. talking a little bit before you're a big baseball guy right huge baseball guy i wish that i wish tennessee there we are yeah well, I'm, i actually a massive Braves fan that's my dad uh, my dad was uh, has been a Braves fan forever. Saw Hank Aaron hit his 700th home run. Wow! Uh, and named me after I'm actually Joshua Aaron after Hank Aaron. And my no son's way! Name is, and my son's name is Henry. So the Braves are a big deal. Uh, that was a picture of me and my dad. I took him to the World Series. We got a buddy who pitched him uh, for uh, the Giants that year, and so oh, really? we were able to 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 go and and do that, which is pretty awesome. So that's crazy. Um, yeah, it was it was it was crazy. Yeah, there's me and my buddy Dylan. That was just a couple months ago. We went to a Devil Rays game. I've been trying to um, cross off as many uh, stadiums as I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of us um, have been trying to do that. So I got a couple more to go. But I feel like I've done. I've I've, I've definitely done Arizona a couple times. Yeah, Diamondbacks. I've I've been around the block. So. Yeah, that was my first ever bucket list thing as a kid. Go to all 30 MLB ballparks. I'm at like 22 or 23 now. Oh, yeah. What do you got left? Mm, not you know? anything like insanely interesting like Safeco in Seattle. I think they renamed yeah. that. But Mariners, uh, Bush Stadium in St. Louis I got to go to. Houston yeah. I got to go to. Minute Maid Park would be a cool one. Um, yeah. Like Milwaukee, Cincinnati, Cleveland. You know, mainly yeah. the, the central teams. Yeah, I gotta go to. I've I've I'm, covered the I'm, West, covered I'm, the East. Yeah, I'm missing like I've def- I haven't done a Brewers game, haven't done a Reds game, which yeah. the Reds are like three hours. From, so I should just cross. I know them it's off, crazy. But, yeah, so but it's fun and it's it's definitely something to do. I mean, like a lot of times we'll go games will start at seven and we'll play it. We'll, you know, we'll play our show at like nine. So if we're yeah. in town, we'll go first five innings or something and then and then bail. But it's 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 something to do. It's fun. You could even do a tour like during the afternoon. They have a ton of those tours. I don't know if they're doing them right now, but I know before yeah. COVID, like night game, they do like yeah. ten in the morning, do like a one hour tour, go on the field and stuff. I, yeah. I'd say. Uh, the Braves' new ballpark is one of my favorites with everything that they got going yeah. on. It's almost oh, like an awesome. amusement park in the background. You know, it's, you got the no, chop totally. room. It's it's very yeah. nice. What's it called? It's killer. It used to be Trust Tru- Park. It's Truest Park now, I Truest Park. Yeah, it was. Um, oh, man. What, now I can't think of it. I mean, of course, I, so I went to all I mean, Atlanta, Fulton County, and Turner yeah. Field, and that. Um, you know, so I've, I've been I've been to all. Truest is to, we actually played a show, one of the first like after the game concerts yeah. where we play we played and so we got well, jerseys that was actually for that picture of we got jerseys and we went on the field and um yeah as a braves fan pretty pretty stoked we actually one time which is pretty cool we played in boston um and zach brown band was playing uh fenway the same night we were just down the road and we're buddies with those guys and so we were like hey can we come say hey so we went and we said, hey, and, you know, and then we we're like, all right, well, we'll see you guys. We're walking out Fenway, and then we looked at each other and like, let's run on the field. <laughs> so I've got, like, pictures of us, like, running the bases at, no at way. Fenway and, like, sitting on the on top of the dugout. Like, nobody's out there. Like, we right. Could, we could, yeah, you know, we could have done anything. Uh, but it's pretty pretty awesome. Some great, great pictures, great memories. Yeah, it's so. funny. They, they 
give you seats. Like there's definitely a section like right behind home plate where you can sit for those shows, but then they cut off the field because it's still in season. You know, they, they have yeah. to maintain the field. And then the yeah. outfield is where all the main like mosh pit sit- seating area is. But they have yeah. seats behind there, and then there's some fans out there watching the show, and they probably see you guys running around. They're like, who the hell are totally. these guys? Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, we thought, I mean, like, it's just such a cool thing. I mean, like, it's funny, like, we're all, we're, of course, you know, uh, most of us are sports fans, but we, it's funny, we, when we go to these like, games and stuff, all these sports, like, athletes and stuff, they're all music fans. So they're just like, they look at us, and they're like, oh, man, this is so cool. And we're just like, Bro, we just we're just super glad that you let us come and give us tickets. Yeah. So we always like we meet people all the time, um, and that's kind of we always kind of kid. It's like collecting uh, baseball cards or football cards. Like we collect baseball friends. Yeah. So like we're like, let's get this guy. Oh man, like he's he can we can go to see a game at so and so, you know. And and we it's just super fun. I mean, to, for us to to you know that's a perk of the job. I've my son too. He's in, big into baseball. He's got to come to some games and stuff, which is that's just it's just awesome. I was gonna say like those are the formative years. You said he was seven years old. I remember like yeah. eight through twelve. Like that's when it hit me. Like oh, I want to be in sports media or like doing a talk show like this. Like that's when it like hit me. You know, going to yeah. all those stadiums. What, what was your yeah. favorite ballpark that you've been to so far? I gotta say Fenway and Wrigley are. Up, up there is my first two. I was I was gonna say Fenway or Wrigley. It's funny, like I like the ones like Wrigley where it's just like you can tell that it's been there a long exactly. time. Exactly. Like, like baseball I like the new, stadium. Yeah, I like like Dodger Stadium is really cool. Um, and I even thought uh, it I means pretty run down, uh, but the A's Oakland was is 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 pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, but it's definitely definitely needs some love. Uh, I think oh, they yeah. had to tear it down. I might be wrong on that, but they've been um, flirting with the idea of building a new stadium, not in Oakland, maybe just outside the Bay Area for a number of years. But I don't even think they've hit ground on that. Yeah, but yeah, Oakland fans are definitely different. Yeah, well, I've <laughs> always loved the jerseys. I, my dad used to play play softball and his jerseys were the A's. So he'd always have the green and yellow and all that. And I was just like, man, these jerseys are awesome. It's kind yeah. of like Cleveland Browns or like they just have cool looking jerseys. <laughs> and like the colors are great. So uh, um, definitely probably, I mean, my son, you know, like I'm sure he's looking at the Braves or whoever and like, you know, I, I, I don't know if our colors are that great, but I, I know he, he, he bleeds Atlanta Braves, which is pretty awesome. You got a kick-ass logo with the A for sure. Hopefully they don't cool. change the name like they did with the uh, Indians, the Guardians. Now yeah. that's no good. I think yeah, yeah, it's tough. I mean, I, I mean, you know, I've heard, I've definitely heard heard that they they would. I heard something about the Hammer and Hanks or something. So as that a would be bad, you know, I'm like, man, I'm I'm I've named after him. My son's named yeah. after him. If it's gonna be named something else, I could get behind that. That's not a bad name. I'd get behind that immediately. I yeah. wouldn't want it, but at the same time, like that's a better name than like the Guardians. I don't know how they came up with that one. Yeah, I don't know. I I wouldn't. In some ways, I'd love to be in that boardroom to kind of figure that out. And in other ways, I'm like, I just that that would be. I don't know if I want to be that. <laughs> figure that one out. That's a tough one. There was a rumor online. I grew up in New Jersey, so a huge New York Yankee fan that they were gonna change the Yankees' name too. That'd be tough. Which would be that would ruin baseball. Yeah, it would. I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not a Yankees fan, so they could just shut down the organization. That'd be fine with me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's how a lot of people feel. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have it. It's not as bad as it could be. Like, it's not like the Yankees, Red Sox, like Braves. Like we play them, we played them, you know, whatever. But it's different, you know, National League, American League. So it's okay. We're we're fine now. The Mets can't have, can't do it. Really? Well, I guess uh, as a Braves fan, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. But they've been relevant for what, like two years out of the last twenty years or something like yeah. that. Twenty fifteen this year. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I don't actually have a, have too many grudges. That's what's kind of nice about like going to all the all the stadiums and stuff. Like, I'll always buy a baseball hat or I'll buy a, um, a jersey or just something that's like I I just love baseball. So I don't I don't carry too many too many grudges. But the Yankees, maybe maybe we could get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> Even going to a Yankee game, it's just like all right, here's the stadium. There's really not much to it. Monument Park, that's about it. Yeah. Where, like, other stadiums, yeah. you have, like, cool niches about them where it's like, this is cool. Fenway's got the Green Monster. Wrigley's got right. the Ivy. Brewers have that slide that you can go down, you know, like, kid-friendly. Yeah, yeah. And that's cool that you guys get to go, like, all over the place. Like, when you're on tour, if you find time to go to these ballparks. Yeah, it's super fun. I actually have a picture somewhere of me and Ben Rector. We went to Yankees game right after the, after the new park was open. Yeah. I mean, I never got to go to the old one, but um, but yeah, it, it's it's a ni- it's nice. But I was like, man, I wish this was still the old Yankee Stadium. That'd be pretty pretty cool. Yeah, I remember faintly, like when I was eight nine years old, going to a few games in their final season at the old stadium, thinking it was the coolest thing. Because like, I'm sure yeah. you remember the first time you ever walked into a major league ballpark. Like it was just surreal. Oh, yeah. Now it totally. kind of feels like I'm walking into my living room sometimes, oh, totally. even though it's yeah, been re- two years. Yeah, I remember going to Braves games at Atlanta Fulton County. I was at, I, I have very vivid memories of going. I went to one of the last games there. Uh, I guess that would have been like 96, 97. Um, and, yeah, it felt like it felt massive to me. Um, and. And still, look, I mean, looking back, I think about all those. Now I got to see, go to places, and I'm just like, man, this is big, but. I mean, they're all, they're all just so big. <laughs> oh <my laughs> you know, God. they're all turning into massive stadiums. I know uh, Allegiant Stadium, the new Raiders uh, stadium out in Vegas, is. I think they're hosting a WWE event this weekend. They they got obviously the Raiders in a few weeks. NFL season starts. Like they're like hotels. Like they have hotels yeah. in these stadiums. It's insane. So you yeah. guys being you know on tour, getting to do all this stuff, is it different from when? You know, first starting out as a young musician, probably in a ton of different bands, you know, going from city to city, trying to make each show, trying to make money as fast as possible. And at the same time now, you know, getting to go all over the place, meeting all of these different people, being inspired by all this different stuff. Is it better or is it just different? Um, I would say it's probably better. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it is yeah, those those times were were sweet times, you know. Like I remember being in 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 a van um, and driving around, and I was younger, of course, so it wasn't it didn't hurt my body as bad. But I just remember being in 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 vans and and eating fast food all the yeah. time, and just uh, stopping at gas stations and loading up on candy. And that, I mean, like, um, and that kind of stuff is 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 really was pretty fun, um, but. Um, you know, you're just, you're grinding and, you know, there's something really special about the, that, that time for sure. But now I look at us and, and see, I mean, all of us have worked. I mean, I started touring in 2003. So, um, you know, I, 
looking at that and thinking it's been that long. Um, you know, I'm, I'm proud of our, my personal, I'm proud of my journey where I'm at and get to enjoy it now and, and doing it with guys that appreciate it. Um, and, and you know, that, that's helpful when you got, when you're with people that, um, actually are, are happy to be there and understand how rare it is to be in a group that, um, after all this time is still relevant to people and still, um, you know, sells tickets and, you know, and, and makes good mu music. We haven't phoned it in yet. So that that's ex exciting. So, so in that way, I think it definitely is, is better. I mean, you guys are still authentic and still kind of buying into what you guys had originally, you know, sought out to do 10, 20 years yeah. ago, you know, like now with that comes, you know, media appearances, doing stuff like this, radio shows, talk shows, like, do you appreciate that aspect to it or does that get annoying? I, I honestly do. I think I think it's I think it's still pretty fun. You know, we've done a lot of different stuff over the years. You know, we've done almost every late night show. Um, you know, we did Leno and Letterman and uh, Conan and all kinds of stuff. Um, and you know, it's it's still really fun to get to do all those things. It's cool to have opportunities to 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 share your music in front of new audiences. Um, yeah, there, there I am right there. I'm Conan's one of my favorites. I, I, he might be my favorite. I, Any, anybody best. who could form their hairline as their logo and market that yeah. around, I'm a fan of. Yeah, yeah, he's the nicest guy too. Like we, I mean, we did a show two or three times. We actually dressed up like women for one show um, on on Halloween. We dressed up like girls from Tennessee for one of our songs and. And I'll never forget him walking over and being like, ooh, ladies. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just that kind of stuff, like, it's, it's just really, really cool. So, I, I you know, I, I, I think it's, I, I love doing that kind of stuff. I think it's, it's fun. I saw that picture of you and thought, like, I think that's him, but I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure, so I'm not going to put that one up just in case yeah. he's like, what the hell oh, is yeah. this? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's funny, like, we all dressed up. I dressed up like Reba McIntyre. Yeah. Um, and um, I didn't have a, like, Bear was uh, Dolly Parton. Bo was Taylor Swift. Uh, Seth was Tina Turner. And Randall was Minnie Pearl. Um, and so all of them are, they're all in dresses and skirts and, like, going for it. And they, they put me in this beautiful pantsuit with, like, major, like, puffy, you know, sleeve or, or shoulder pads. And I was just like, I feel great. Like, this is, this is awesome. <laughs> but our parents who were not as thrilled about it, they were like, what, what have you done? You wasted an opportunity to be on national television and dressed up like women. We're like, yep, we did. And we still get asked about it all the time. <laughs> and you guys are still together making music, which is the most important thing. Here we thing. are. It yep. didn't kill yep. you guys. It didn't burn you no. to the ground. Yeah, I don't know if we'll ever do it again, <laughs> but we did, we did survive it. And you're still writing some of your solo stuff as well, right? You came out with a record a few years back. Yeah, yeah. So I do on the side. There's I one. Um, uh, do, yeah, it's, uh, I do some kids' music. I, I actually started writing songs for my kids. I wanted to record something for them to listen to while I was on tour, uh, just hear my voice if I was gone for a long time yeah. that they could they could hear it. And it just kind of grew into a, kind of this um, this you know, lovable monster, I guess. It's just kind of, it's, it's been really fun to, to, um, to make music for kids, for my kids and other kids uh, and families all over the world. I had some friends sing on it, Ben Rector and Ellie Holcomb. Um, you know, just, just, it's just really uh, a joy to like 
invest into into young kids and 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 in, into their their home lives and just like have them. Um, I hear all the time that they're they're listening to it as like the soundtrack to their days. So that to me is is pretty um, pretty special. So I, yeah, I love when I get to to, to do that. Oh, that's really cool. That's a good dad right there. You know, when you guys are out touring and. You know, your kids don't see you from month to month. Like, what was the longest period of time when you guys were on tour that they didn't see you or you didn't see them? I think it was like six weeks um, without actually seeing each other. I mean, that and that's the longest that we will will go. Uh, and we've only done that a couple of times. This next one is not um, is not for the for the faint of heart. It's pretty it's pretty intense. Um, I think it's like eight weeks um, straight, but we will get to come home a couple of times here and there. So. Um, you know, we're kind of like the, you know, like the old school rock and roll tours where they go out and they stay out. Yeah. Um, we're not the weekend warriors. We've never been able to do that. Um, it's hard to, it's hard to, to shift gears for us. We've always been like gear up for tour, go do it and then come home and spend more time at home. So it, it is tricky to do, but I think for us, it, it helps us to kind of, you know, we'll be go, we'll do these 38 shows and then we will be done for the rest of the year. So that, that'll be kind of nice to 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 put in that on the front end yeah i mean and every now and then like they'll come out like we saw the picture of you and, and your wife and your son i think it was at red rock um yeah. in in colorado which i think is one of the coolest venues that you could probably play at but what's the favorite um venue amongst you guys that you've played at over the years yeah i think i think red rocks is probably the easiest answer it's just i mean it's um it's incredible and we'll, this this we're coming on up on the fifth time we've we played it in fifth time. We've sold it out. So wow. um, it's pretty insane. Um, I remember uh, when we went to, we went and actually saw Wilco there uh, back in 2011. And we were like, man, we need to play. We want to play Red Rocks. And so we played it the next year um, or maybe the year after that. Yeah. And, and it sold out. And so that to us is it's a special one. We play, you know, we're playing some great venues on this tour, playing the Greek in LA um anthem in dc uh we're playing bridgestone in nashville which is insane um our first our first show in that yeah. in that in that room so it's pretty it's pretty wild we're, we're pumped about it so what are you most looking forward to on this new tour again like it's going to be a long stretch but at the same time you guys are back live venues are back you're playing live shows again what, yeah. what are you looking forward to most in this time period <laughs> Yeah, I mean, definitely getting to be in front of fans and, and playing these new songs uh, for people. I think that's pretty fun. Um, you know, one thing you kind of forget about with all this that's happened in the last couple of years is just, like, how important it is to just have friends. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm pumped about, like, um, playing a show and, and then getting back on the bus and maybe opening a bottle of wine and sitting around and talking about life and um and just where we're at, you know, like I said, we're, you know, we're dads, husbands, we're, you know, friends and we're, you know, we're just trying to navigate it all and do the best we can. So it's nice to have people around you that are kind of walking in the same world, the same shoes that you are. Uh, so I'm pumped about that part of it. I think that's something that I've really missed um, being at home as long as we have. Are you guys coming to Phoenix? I think so. If we're not coming this time, I need, I don't, I, I can't remember on the, on the dates, but that sounds like we are. Yeah, you guys got to come out to the studio whenever you are. Yeah, be in I need touch. to look at, look at that. That would be awesome to yeah. get you guys in here. Definitely, like, again, That'd one of my super fun. favorite bands since, you know, my formative years when I was 14, 15 years old, you know, growing up in a yeah. Christian household, going to a Christian school. Again, it was a very um, formative band, again, with your lyrics and everything 
that you guys have put in to making, again, like not Christian rock music, but in the sense like Christians can get behind it and, you know, be inspired by the words that you guys put out. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I mean, we, we, like I said, we we're, we're honored that people take our music and, and, and listen to it. And we are actually coming to Phoenix on September 13th. So let's make it happen. Dude, that's quick. Soon. That's soon. It's like what the first that? week of the tour. That's a Monday, I think, if I got my... That sounds right. Yeah, something like that. I think we play Red Rocks like right after that or right before that. So, yeah, it's we're all kind of... That first week is, is going to be insane. But, I mean, you yeah. guys are going to be going from city to city. How much time would you actually spend in Phoenix? I think just the day. I think we have shows every... I mean, we're. I think we're doing like four days on one day off or something. Like, it's... It's a pretty grueling schedule. I mean, we're making up for lost time in some ways, you know, um, but um, it's it's pretty insane our, what we're trying to do. Uh, you know, I think I think we looked at the set list, um, and I think it's I think we have 32 songs that we're trying to cover every night. So, oh my god, really? It is insane. Yeah, it's it's a lot. We're trying to definitely we want the fans to walk away thinking that they they got their money's worth. So, do you guys ever cover Pearl Jam? We actually have. Yes. Uh, it's been a while. We uh, we did Better Man a bunch. So really, yeah, yeah. I can see That's Bear everything. knocking that thing out of the park. Yeah, he he actually almost. I mean, all, at least once a week does it in sound check. He just really it, he just grabs his guitar and yeah, with him. Yeah, I could totally see that. That's what he does. And it's funny. We all kind of like creep into the song and then our sound guy's like, all right guys, stop, Play the, you know, <laughs> go, go get the banjo. Let's, t- let's check the banjo. But it's pretty fun. Well, if we can find a time to get you guys in here on that Monday, I'm definitely going to request that. Okay. Yeah. That'd let's see if amazing. we can make it work. If nothing else, we'd love to, you know, get, come out of the show. It'd be fun. Oh, that would be amazing, man. I'd love to see it again. That's yeah. the 13th of September out here in Phoenix. Yeah, man. And you guys back need to breathe on the North American tour here in 2021. Josh, thanks so much. I won't take more time than I already have. Thanks again oh, for uh, bouncing around my schedule over here the past few weeks. And uh, again, the new album, uh, Into the Mystery, we will play that music video to end the show here on episode 394 of the podcast. It is Need to Breathe featuring Carrie Underwood. I want to remember. Thanks for watching, guys.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.